Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por 4 anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por 4 anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês. Boa noite, boa noite, Trilinguers. Estamos de volta, assim, fora de rotina, mas a gente tá vindo aqui de vez em quando lançando um episódio. Ah, a vida tá uma loucura, né? Em um momento você tá muito feliz, no outro momento você quase se demite, no outro você quer bater o carro, no outro você quer botar fogo nos carros, a vida é uma loucura. Pois é, nem me fale. Ainda mais para pessoas como nós, né, Fábio? Personalidade. Porra, tá intenso. <risos> Tá intenso, tá altos e baixos aqui, mano. A, a loucura, é. você nem tá ligado. O bagulho é... Você acha que tá indo tranquilo, a vida vem lá e pá, toma um Nossa, obstáculo. Aí... É, você acha que tá indo suave, pá, toma reunião. Aí você é. acha que tá indo suave, pá, desastres. Só desastres. Só desastres. Mas então, é exatamente isso que a gente quer falar, né? Hoje, sobre o mundo pós-pandemia, que foi um caos e continua sendo um caos e vai continuar sendo um caos e... O que você acha desse caos que é a vida, e ainda mais a vida pós-pandemia? É, meu irmão, porque a gente entrou num vórtice em 2020 e estamos saindo no final de 2021. Mas assim, o bagulho tá pocando. Tá ah, mais ou menos assim. Já tá, mano, já tá vendendo altos ingressos para festa no tipo Canindé, São Paulo. Canindé, novembro tem festa. Novembro tá o quê? Dois meses de distância? Mal ou menos? Rock in Rio Negócio já tá on. Rock in Rio tá on, mas Rock in Rio é no meio do ano, hein? Queria ter comprado o ingresso pro Justin Bieber. Comprei. Ainda não. Provavelmente então. não vou comprar, mas gostaria. Tem gente que vai nesse rolê aí, hein? Do Porra, Rock in Rio deve ser insano. Ai, eu também não deve ser mais legal. Isso. Nossa, gastaria 100%. Pô, 500 conto, um showzinho. Carinho até, mas... Bem pago. Dinheiro é. bem pago. Mas isso é só um show, né? E acomodação. Enfim. This is an English podcast. Come on. You can carry on the conversation. Rock and Rio. But tell me, how is, is it for you coming back from 2020? How was your life in 2020? And how is it different right now? I mean, 2020 was also chaos. We, we know that. Like, I think... The thing is, life pre-pandemic, we always thought that, you know, we never really appreciated the little things in life. And I think that now, where we couldn't even, I don't know, go to the gym without a mask or go for a walk at some point at the lake in our city, like, it's insane, like, to think that maybe you will be able to do that again, or go to a bar with your friends. And I think, like, Because of that, everybody is just gonna go insane. Everybody's gonna go crazy. And we're gonna just do it harder than before. And then we're like gonna be burned out really quickly. That's that's what I think. That's a good theory. I don't know how much if we can handle as much as we could in 2020, because we were going hard, at least me and my friends. We were on a streak going from 2019 to 2020, like partying a lot, doing shit every weekend. And then we had carnival and then it was my birthday party and then everything stopped. I didn't go to your birthday party. It was party. kind of crazy. <laughs> See, you missed out. I was afraid to get COVID because I needed to leave. Remember? 
also mm-hmm. and then it got stuck yeah also 2019 was the year that i didn't drink and i started practicing islam <laughs> and then look at me now <laughs> damn you've come a <laughs> long way girl I'm a, basically an alcoholic. I just don't want to uh, admit it. That's yeah, that's what I think. Oh, geez. Yeah, continue. That's the thing. Things changed so much during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And whenever we're thrown back into this world again, mm-hmm. things are going to be slightly different. And I think there is a, a slight learning curve to being able to handle things the way we used to before. Like alcohol. Like uh, alcohol for sure. I've become, I, I remember I used to be such the life of the party, like the enemy of the end. I used to be, you know, dancing all that shit until 7 a.m. in the morning. And now it's like one and I'm half dead. I can't. And I don't, Dude. I don't even give that to the fact that I have a boyfriend again. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just so tired all the time. That's a shame, you know, that's a shame because you can go hard and the thing to go in hard is just go hard. There's no secret to it instead of just doing it. it there, like Nike it, said it, just do it and you no, can there do is it. A secret. And I think the reason why I'm so tired and that, sorry, actually stops me from doing a lot of things I want to do is that I'm, I'm home all the time. Like I'm literally sitting on my desk all day and When it's nighttime, I'm just so tired of working (laughs) and I don't want to do anything. (laughs) Like, come on, I've seen you work a lot and still go hard. That can't be it. Yeah, there are some points, ups and downs. Dude, you went so hard. You had a few, like, we had glances during this pandemic, especially in the end of 2020 that we had kind of a few things that we could do and girl you were going hard like don't bullshit me into this shit you can fool yourself you can't fool me you are going hard i don't know if it's the chase that makes me you know because when you're single there's the chase i love the chase i don't even like hooking up with people i just want to plant the idea in their minds that they want to hook up with me so much fun i can't do that anymore and i have to be worried if my boyfriend is okay i'm like oh please kill me now yeah you guys are a little bit a little bit insane on handling each other at parties but you guys are a little bit uh, you're you're both on the jealous side like fuck you no way i'm so chill Listener, you said he could not this be man. shirtless at a party. He could not be shirtless in carnival. No, you I said never that. said that. You totally drunk. said that. <laughs> and you backed it <laughs> so much. That. And we were like, then Gabby, that's completely absurd. No, you see, we actually went to a party with my colleagues that might be listening to this podcast. Um, and I just, I told Anderson to like, take off his shirt and like I was like oh my god look at his body I I work with extremes I don't do anything <laughs> it's either like don't look at him or here have a touchy on the nipple <laughs> that's one funny experience from you like 
you started working with different people during the pandemic and mm-hmm. it was all, I don't know anyone. And then you got to meet all those people. How was that for you going from the digital world and taking all those people into the real world? Oh my God. So the first time I saw one of my colleagues, Carol, I, that one that we interviewed, I was like, oh my God, you look exactly like in the camera. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, you know? I just looked at her, I was like, oh my God, you look exactly the same. <laughs> and then, I don't know, like the other people, they looked kind of different, but I I don't know. I knew what to expect, I guess, with, with her. And then I didn't know exactly what to expect with them because they were so tall. And mm-hmm. Lucas who's a really good friend he was like shorter and i was like oh my god you guys are all like you're you're different height look the same but like being you have bodies now yeah you have bodies now i don't have to picture anymore i don't have to feel the gaps you know it's Mm -hmm. all real (laughs) yeah it becomes very weird yeah was it a shock for you in any way or were you like, okay, that's chill? Because I feel like we get used to things pretty quickly. Yeah, I think I knew what to expect. But when it got there, I was like, all right. So this is more intense than I was anticipating. <laughs> and I, I won't say, I won't disclose anything because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but, you know, or what happens in Atchibaya stays in Atchibaya. <laughs> but, yeah, it was pretty intense, but it was really good uh, to meet everyone. Um, yeah. I always feel like we have this idea that going back to things would feel super weird. And, oh, my God, whenever I see people without a mask or everyone crowded in a bar will we'll be super cringy. But actually, it will be weird for the first five minutes and then you get the, your first drink and you yeah. will just chill with it and go with it. Yeah. I think it's pretty easily to be used to it. Like I, w- I walked on the street a lot because I work like from visiting places to places and I have been for the last three months. And it's so weird how we're used to seeing masks because whenever I was in the US, I saw like, mostly Asian people yeah, with masks. at airports or traveling with masks. And I'm like, oh, that's super weird. Why are they wearing masks? Mm-hmm. And now everybody does it. And I don't even lash an eye on it. It's no. super normal. It's, it's weird like, okay, people wear without masks. a mask, right? It is super weird. It annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. There's a parking lot that I usually go to. The dude does not wear a mask. I'm like, dude, it's basic. Wear a mask. It's not that hard. Exactly. You're out in public. Our mindset are, is now mm-hmm. like so crazy. But you know, have you been to the beach yet after this like no. freer moment? Not at all. I went to the beach a couple of weeks ago and nobody wears masks, like 0%. Nobody. And it's weird. Like in the streets, I forgot that I had to wear a mask. Because nobody was wearing a mask. And then when I remembered, I had to go back and get it. And I went to the beach with uh, the girls as well earlier this year. And the same thing happened. Nobody was wearing masks. And we weren't even close to getting like to this level of vaccination. And I forgot to wear my mask on the beach. Mm-hmm. Because 
when you don't see it, it's so normal for you to not understand that as the reality anymore. And then when you get to somewhere like a market or something and you're like, you can't go in because <laughs> you don't have a mask. You're like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> you know, one thing that I think pandemic brought us and you were talking about that whenever you mentioned your work people is we had to fill in a lot of gaps about other people mm -hmm. that we never met. Yeah. Like you either met them online and you have to fill gaps for who they are or how, how they look in real life. Yeah. And also people you know that are wearing masks. Whenever you just get to meet people, and I did that a lot, and they only wore masks all of the time and I've never seen them without one, you completely fill the gap in for what their face looks like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when... I've never had an experience whenever people took out their masks and I was chill with it. I was always surprised because I don't think I've ever pictured their people's face thing. the way they, yeah, the way they actually are. Mm -hmm. Whenever people take their masks off, I'm like, oh, that's how you look like in real life. That's so different than looking just to your eyes. Same about you, by the way. Yeah, like what are people expecting about me? Yeah. How do they fill in the gap? It is super weird. One thing that I, I noticed is that the gap, the more you not know about people, the closest you are to assuming they have a traditional life. And that got me like today because I have this colleague and she's a mom and I, we were just talking, you know, and then I just assumed she was married, you know, and she had a kid with her husband. And then when she said to me that like, she's a single mom and, you know, she has to pay for her child's child's care and that she's bisexual and all this stuff and I was like oh my god like this is so not what I was expecting because I think like we go to default you know we don't really expect mm -hmm. people to be alternative or like deconstructed or anything like that it's so crazy like even people like at, at work that I might think they're they're gay I just assume they're not because I didn't have a real interaction with them. So I don't really know. Mm -hmm. And then when they come out, like naturally in a conversation, you're like, oh shit. So my gaydar was right, but I didn't want to assume it. It's so crazy how we just go to the fault tradition to fill the gaps. That is insane. That's probably a social construct because people are so much more than they look like. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, society made us look like we all had a filled in a certain pattern of normality mm -hmm. but we're all weird people like yeah. i have we have a podcast mm -hmm. <laughs> so i do what is your fucking point <laughs> on mondays i take tarot classes mm -hmm. where i learn how to do that shit yeah and isn't it doing easy to yoga and working out and you go completely crazy you turn into a different person whenever you're super drunk Oh. like the nuances of people it's harder to imagine that because you know that's what makes us unique and for us to know the uniqueness of each other I think we need to actually know each other right I wouldn't know about mm -hmm. your quirkness and you wouldn't know about mine if we weren't friends and mm -hmm. if we just met you would notice there is something about me that is not quite traditional But you wouldn't know until you start knowing me better and I start telling you more about myself. So I think that's, yeah. that's the other thing. 
I saw this video about this lady that she was taking her dog to the vet and that is in Australia and she was in the car waiting for the the dog because they couldn't get in and then she saw this girl come out with a empty uh, cat carrier and just like burst in tears and she was like oh my god I don't even know what happened but I couldn't go there and ask if she was okay because in Australia they have a full lockdown and They can't go out without masks or, you know, even talk to people. So that, that moment just made me realize that maybe the gaps are not so much only physical or personality wise, but we're closing ourselves to new people because now everyone is a suspect. Everyone could be the person that will, you know, pass on this virus to you. And then we start closing ourselves to new possibilities or, understanding new people wow that's insane and discovering new people is like taking off their masks mm -hmm. they're going to be surprised by whatever shows up exactly it's damn never we're so wise <laughs> it's never we're talking about expectations it's never what we expect talk mm -hmm. about expectations for the post-pandemic world what are you expecting what are you hoping for mm -hmm. what do you wish to come back to Parties without somebody <laughs> being a pain in my ass. <laughs> That is it. <laughs> That doesn't sound like much of a coronavirus issue. No. <laughs> no, yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah yeah. Nah, yeah. Maybe we're discovering some other problems here. Maybe. But, yeah, I have high, high expectations for 2022. I think we're going to have a very great time. I don't know what to expect about 2021. The end of the year apparently is going to be quite insane. I don't know where things are going at all on any aspect ever. In terms of COVID? Work? No, in terms of my life. Okay. Yeah, in terms of COVID, I don't know when the actual, like, this is the end of the pandemic. Let's just go. Because, like, the U.S. took off the masks thing. They didn't have to wear masks anymore. They were, like, super chill with their stuff. And then people stopped vaccinating and they got super fucked. But in Brazil, we're doing pretty good on vaccinations. Actually, we're doing quite well. A lot of people that I know have mm -hmm. taken both shots. People that haven't taken both shots because it's still not their time. But I feel like in the next month or two, it's pretty... I think everybody's going to be done by Halloween. And we're probably going to turn up quite a bit because wasn't that where we were expecting vaccines and non-filled up hospitals? Yeah. Isn't that what allows us to do shit? Or are we expecting some uh, other metric to, to we, go hard? We have to know that a lot of our people are being vaccinated with CoronaVac. And of course, they don't have a great protection against Delta variant. And that's why we're vaccinating our old people with AstraZeneca right now. So I think that for us to be safe, um, we would need a third dose of the vaccine just because of the Delta variant part. I mean, that's fine. That's not going to stop anyone, probably. No, of course not. And definitely not going to stop the government because they've been trying to act like there wasn't a pandemic since the beginning of the pandemic. But yeah, the federal government is fucked up and all and all its honors. But like we have state governments 
and cities. And I think those are going to keep handling things the way they were. And possibly we're going to see a, a very good comeback right now because things are starting. Dodia came to Campinas the other day to start promoting jobs and bringing people to do shit. So we're back on track to starting doing shit. And we, if we have massive parties in November, things are going to start happening. Is yeah. it going to go to shit all over again? Yeah. Hopefully not. I think we have a good <laughs> shot of con controlling all these things and these infection so rates. positive. I'm not like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm not that optimistic about big parties and stuff. I'm a little dude. Like, what things could I do? I could not believe in it and okay if it doesn't happen. Or I could be positive about it. If it doesn't happen, that's fine too. I'm used to it anyways. It's just same old, same old. But high expectations. It won't happen. It will. I'm just saying it might not end well. Yeah, it's gonna end well. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> We're gonna have to start things at one point. Like, yeah. What point is that gonna be? I know. I'm. I'm like afraid. I'm a little afraid. I mean, I would go to a party with fifty people, but I wouldn't go to a party with one hundred and fifty people. It's not that even that big of a party. No. Like we're talking about soccer stadiums yeah yeah I think you need to do like a, a granular opening as well they can't just open everything you know like we i yeah. think we said like oh the government the blah 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 doria this and anything anyways i think that doria was really good at whatever he could do for us but at the same time i think that when he opened the bars back i love it I'm at the bar, I'm getting fucked, but I don't think it was the right move. Not to do it at once. I think it needed to be more granular, more gradual, so that we could see how this would bounce back. You know? Well, you see, bars have been open for quite a bit of time by now. They've been open for a while. Yeah, and with limitations. More limitations. We're pushing those limitations further and further every time. It's yeah. midnight. And it's no longer half capacity is what 70%. And we're pushing it. Mm -hmm. It's working out well. We've I been guess. going at it. I, guess yeah. it is. I have expectations for Carnival. Carnival 2022 is going to be fucking insane. I want university games because I need to go to more of those. Sorry, guys. I need to. I didn't go to college here. Those are fucking fun. I'm still going. I'm painting myself in paint. I'm jumping in the mud. I'm throwing slippers at Danny's DJ. That's all. That's all there is. I'm okay. gonna do it. End of the year, November 2022. We have elections or October, I think it's elections. Then we have World Cup, November, December, and then the end of the year. Like, come on. Isn't that the best year ever possible post-pandemic? Like, I'm gonna turn up so hard, I don't even know. My head's going to be spinning all year. It's See, that's fun. what I mean. It's going to be, gonna be like a hype and then I'm like, whoop. You're gonna be There's like, no whoop. Uh, we're just going up, man. Okay. There's no going down from this. Like, where are we going down? We've been locked up learning about crazy shit. I went insane at least five times during this pandemic <laughs> on things that I'm like, oh boy, you were going crazy, weren't you? I learned a lot. I came back from being locked up 
a little bit noyado, I would say, with a few things. I'm easing up on things and learning how to balance everything I learned with going back into the world and interacting with people. And I'm thinking things are starting to get into a pretty good shape. And 2022 is going to be fucking insanely lit. I hope so. I think so. Man, <laughs> you are depressed. Like, holy <laughs> shit. What are your expectations for 2022? I don't know. Honestly. I want to be... I'm gonna be married, sipping tea on my front porch. With 60 I'm cats. Gonna, <laughs> with 60 cats, knitting on a Friday night. No, I think that I'm a little less than you guys, you know? I think like you guys are more online than I am. And I don't know if that's Man. so lonely because I'm dating or if it's something to do with me as, as a person truly, because I remember I was lit in 2009, uh, 2020, but like I was coming from an engagement basically, being broken up, you know? And I was just like wanting the D and that was it. And I wanted to get fucked up and just enjoy life because it was four years into a relationship that didn't work out. And by the beginning of this year, I was still pretty crazy lit, wanting to party, even when I started seeing this guy. But it wasn't up until July, I think, that I got more settled into the life here again. And this is truly who I am. I'm not a very crazy party animal person i'm more of a girl. you know i like chill go and do chill things and eat fancy food sometimes smoke something yeah but i do enjoy those things but the thing is it gets boring i love my friends i love doing that to them but sometimes i'm like fuck we should change this shit up yeah and i think that's right. that probably goes the same way for friends as it goes for relationships It gets boring if you do only that type of shit. You need yeah. to mix it up. Yeah, you I know, just like really spice it up with other things. In the in the girl's birthday, the the twins, the triplets' birthday, I had a really bad experience, to be honest. And then yeah. that just made me so brocha, chipo. I don't even know what's the word for that in in English. My dick fell Ooh. off. <laughs> They call it whiskey dick. Whiskey dick. I got the whiskey yeah. dick. I was just no. Yeah, my friends. Yeah. I don't know if this, yeah. But what happened? I don't know if we can talk about this, but you brought it up on the podcast. Oh, nothing really happened. It was just like a party pooper moment where a jealousy outbreak just fucked up my, my night. And then after that, now he's doing therapy, thank God. And the therapist basically told him, that it was his insecurity that led to all that shit. But the thing is, I'm just wondering. That's a pretty obvious thing to say. Yeah, but like he didn't know. <laughs> I told him that and he was like, blah, 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 you're wrong. And then, of course, after the therapist says something to you, you'll believe it. So. Yeah, because they say it pretty well. They deliver it. That's why everything they say is pretty obvious. You already knew. They never say anything you never knew, but on a perspective that you never thought of yeah i mean she said my therapist said something to me this week that i'm still thinking about and he's like 
do you really think you are ready to build something with this person? Or do you just really want to get out of your house? You're building a house with them? Yeah, like uh, we were thinking about it. I was thinking about coming into this with him. And then he said that to me. And I'm like, oh my God, what if his right? That's a good, yeah, that's a good point to think about. Like, I am I taking yourself? That's one thing that Taro told me one moment that I actually really needed it. And before I started taking classes was, okay, this might be a good decision, but take, take a minute rethink everything think about all the reasons that are motivating or driving your desires think about your feelings think about what we're what you are doing and then go forward with whatever decision you want to take and that's a pretty good thing taking a step back and looking at the situation from the outside i mean what the fuck is motivating me to do this and we know the answer we just have to think about it yeah yeah Yeah, so you see, post pandemic, I expect to be wiser dealing with situations by taking a moment, looking at them, and being like, okay, that's what's going on. Because prior to 2020, I just lived. Deixa vida me levar, vida leva eu. Was like, okay, things are happening, I'm doing it. And then things happened, and I did something. And then I did something, and things happened. And that's how I went forward with everything in my life. But now, Now I'm the owner of my own actions and I try to understand them and I got to know myself a little bit better. So that helps a lot. Yeah. That's scary though. Why? Scary. For me, it is scary. It is good Why? and scary at the same time because you've become more mature, of course, and then you can take better decisions. But at the same time, you have to understand that not everybody in the world is like that. And that you might be one of the few people that think like this. And when you're making decisions based on that alone, you might lose some of the nuances of other people's just randomness. And you might lose a little bit of your own life creativity and like just doing things for doing things and whatnot. So I think that it's necessary to find a balance. And that was something that the... the um I, she's the marketing director at uh uber like regional marketing director she looks at the whole at yeah. and she just said something like this when you make everything into a process and you strategize and you prioritize and you put you know the little things into little buckets and you know what the impact of each of those little campaigns are um you will get something very impactful but the more you prioritize and the more that you um, put things in their buckets and all of that you will lose the creativity creativity you lose the that momentum like the impact that you might have just being random you know and I think life is a little bit of both so that was something that she said it's hard to find a balance and I think that really fits into what you're saying like you've learned how to control your actions and understand yourself as a person but that is a little scary to me because maybe you will be expecting something from someone and that someone might not deliver it the way that you were expecting and that might break that invinci invincibility that you've created or that 
illusion of being a controlled person and that might even cause more damage than good i don't know just... i don't think that's the worst problem i get that i don't think that's going to be that much of an issue because i went hard into idealization issues that i had mm-hmm. and i'm good with those i'm more bound to reality now but the thing is about losing that spontaneity is that even a word i don't know spontaneity spontaneity i don't even know man (laughs) maybe probably but doing those random things and just going at it and having fun that's a balance i'm trying to reach right now like don't go too hard don't think too much but like think in the right moments in the right actions but sometimes just let it go just go do whatever you want go Mm -hmm. do whatever it's your desire in that moment and don't overthink things because it's really easy to overthink things and i did that a lot and finding the balance of a pre-pandemic fabio with a pandemic fabio to reach the post-pandemic one it's gonna be a little bit hard it's gonna be take taking a little bit of each person and assembling into a totally new one but my expectation is that i'm gonna be able to do that and i'm gonna be better at performing that as time goes by because we're always trying to, to reach that that point in our yeah. lives yeah what you said about overthinking that is another thing that I always think about because I always overthink everything and I'm like am I actually do I actually think like this do I actually feel this way do I actually want to do this or am I doing this because of x y and z what he said to me or what he said in the moment or what she said to me in that moment what does he mean and then I I just get into this vortex of thoughts that make me really anxious and then I think that because of the overthinking I end up taking really drastic decisions like I'm gonna break up with him or I'm not going to you know talk to this person anymore because they don't like me or you know you just get like this crazy thought and I think that is going to increase a lot when things go back to normal because your relationships with other people during the pandemic was all were also changed Like we were also Mm -hmm. conditioned to want something. Like we were all conditioned to our only thing was coming to my house to smoke shisha, play cards, and then go to the Japanese restaurant. That was us. Mm -hmm. And we're introducing Rock and Rio. We're introducing um, New Year's trip. We're introducing traveling overseas. We're introducing X amounts of things that will break us apart, but will also bring other people together it's insane it's literally insane we're gonna go crazy and it's easy to overthink things man i'm already overthinking a bunch of things today i was overthinking things like a motherfucker Mm -hmm. i even called my therapist again we weren't having sessions i'm like i need a session let's let's work some stuff out Mm -hmm. because i was freaking out a little bit but on overthinking i think is realizing that you're actually overthinking and being able to stop you because you're not gonna not overthink things all of a sudden you're still gonna do it but like realizing that man i'm overthinking this let's just take it more bound to reality best scenario bounded to reality and then worst case scenario and then put a little bit of reality in that gives a very good estimation of what's actually going on mm-hmm. that's an exercise i did today and it worked out quite well I need to do that. I guess. Dude, do that. Big advice, people. 
bound yourself to reality. If you have a situation, do best case scenario. What was it going to be? And then put a little bit of reality, which is going to be a little bit of bad stuff and a little bit of stuff that's just more real. And then do worst case scenario and put a little bit of reality on a little bit of good stuff and a little bit of things that aren't so great. That's my advice for you today. That's an amazing advice. And I think we can wrap up on that. That was beautiful. Guys, tell us what are your expectations for the post-pandemic world. Tell us on Instagram at Podcast Trilingui or Trilingui Podcast. Or just tell us your mental, you know, craziness of this all coming back from this new reality back to the regular reality. Is it regular? Yeah. I don't even know. What's real in this world anymore? I don't even know. Sometimes I feel like we're in the matrix. I mean, if we are, it could have been a little bit better for me. Like machines, call me up, make me a, a, a professor. Just, <laughs> I'd say just change that. Profession How air. about that? <laughs> yeah, profession air. <laughs> I could do that. I, I would work out pretty well just living off great money family money. <laughs> money. Yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't think so. I do fine. Yeah, you can <laughs> hit me up for sure. Lottery, make me win the lottery. I would chill the fuck out. I still doubt it. But anyways, I'm a, I'm a questioner, so let's let's wrap this up. What? Just I, I think that I doubt people are happy like that. Oh no, but I'm pretty happy on my life. It just if I just have more money and possibility to do anything, I think I'd handle it pretty well. I don't think it would be my demise. Yeah, I mean, I would like to continue working, for example. I mean, I could work, but I could work on anything. And I doubt it. If you could work on anything, the first stressed out bullshit meeting people called, you're like, motherfuckers, I'm out of here. I'm going to go, I don't know, record a podcast, go to the, <laughs> the beach. Maldives, Maldives. Adopt a bunch of kittens and... You have a living of anything that I want because, dude, whenever you have money and you don't worry about it, you're probably not going to do shit that's too crazy. Probably. Nobody would. Yeah, nobody would. We're all insane. We think we would because it feels good, but I doubt it. I, I doubt mean, it. All these people that are rich and literally do Instagram for a living, to me, they're crazy. But they love it. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I'm crazy shit. Yeah, people love different jobs. Like the job I am at right now, people have careers of 27 years. And I'm like, motherfucker, I would kill myself in two months. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe in six. I'm already doing three. Let's go <laughs> if I live to see 2022. <laughs> Or you get a new job. <laughs> see? <laughs> see, we have two options here. Yeah, exactly. But oh, I, yeah, I, feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I can't, I can't live the same life for much longer. I think I need to no, no. house. I like ASAP. ASAP. Dude, that's pretty good. That is a, that is a good thing. Yeah. Maybe I'll be less crazy because I feel like I'm going insane. Do leave. Because you left for a pretty mad. Okay. We're just going off here. Yeah. We can talk on, on this. Like, wrap this up. Guys, it's been All great. Right. Loved it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you.